regardless of whether I'm doing uh, in-house stuff or whether I'm doing freelance stuff or I'm making a product or any kind of initiative that I'm taking, like I want, I want the work that I do to be fulfilling. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Run the Layers. And on today's episode, I am going to talk a little bit about being an in-house graphic designer. Now, I currently serve as the Publications Manager and Multimedia Designer at the National Headquarters of Kappa Kappa Psi and Tau Beta Sigma. Kappa Kappa Psi being the National Band Fraternity and Tau Beta Sigma being the National Band Sorority. Now, in our office, it's a small office, and I am the only one exclusively dedicated to graphic design. So I am the graphic design professional at HQ. So I kind of consider myself a one-man graphic design crew, uh, a sorcerer supreme of graphics branding and such. Um, I also, fun fact, have a pretty dope Doctor Strange kind of statuette that is in my office because that's kind of the role that I feel like I play between that and a green lantern, because whatever I will can come to pass. You know what I'm saying? Not, not in a cocky way. That sounds cocky, but in a creative way, those kind of fictional characters, I kind of gravitated towards them because of they create things. They create things that weren't there before. And that's really the essence of, Creativity, uh, not just graphic design, but the essence of creativity is to create something that wasn't there before um, using whatever tools are at your disposal. And, you know, as such, it's I'm responsible for using my skill set to promote the brand of the fraternity and sorority. You know, being in house means being able to apply my knowledge and translate my love of the organizations through visually appealing and communicative art. As a graphic designer, I personally know and care about everything that I do. You know, it's not it's not just a job for me. I really get to live with the brands. And these are both brands that I've known since I was 18 years old when I first got into college and first, you know, became aware of Kappa Kappa Science Alpha Sigma. You know, the deep connections that I have with the organizations help me to do better more relevant work that will stand the test of time. You know, I, I get to I get to help these brands evolve and then apply that evolution across various mediums. And, you know, instead of just starting completely fresh from a project, which can which basically is what happens when you're doing freelance and you're a new client ever so often. So you're starting from scratch every time trying to build that rapport and build that knowledge base. I'm working with people who have developed trust in me that's been built over time. And, you know, we learn how we work and we how how to produce the best product. You know, the, the creative process becomes a lot easier. You know, and and also I'm I'm there to help you know, manage the designs and publications that are housed underneath these two large umbrellas. You know, 
I've redesigned both national websites. I've designed the Todd Better Sigma visual brand identity and guidelines. I have a lot of experience designing for the organizations. And this gives me an ever-growing confidence to show to, to know that I can properly showcase the personality of each in an impactful way every time. Uh, Kate Bates, the design manager at the British Library, once said, I see in in-house design, I see in-house design as a valuable resource with in-depth knowledge and custodianship of a brand. You know, I feel I feel that I'm in a place where not just my work, but my mind is valued, you know, the ideas, because ultimately I feel like a lot of people are in this position right now is they want to work somewhere where they themselves are valued, not just for the work they've been paid to do, but for the ideas, for the personality, for the perspective that they bring. So it, it's all about valuing yourself and being valued where you work. Like that's the ultimate goal is to value yourself and know and value who you are and then put yourself in positions where those around you and those that are utilizing your skills and and those that are an audience to the to the work that you do respect the work that you do. And and it's not it's not just oh, Robert, go complete a task. I'm asked what I think about the direction of that task. And I'm asked how to best present certain information. And I'm given I'm given creative freedom as well as creative clarity, you know. And with 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 creative freedom, you you have to you have to earn that. Like being being granted creative freedom means that you are trusted. It means it means that that you have displayed positive results, you've displayed competence, whether that's in your job or in your portfolio. Uh, people will trust you to showcase an exceptional level of understanding and skill, and that trust grows each time with the successful application of your talents. It's a it's a side effect of hard work and intelligent execution. There's no need to micromanage someone who knows what to do and how to do it in a timely manner. You know, for example, like as a designer, it's a sweet feeling to be trusted with an abstract idea and then you turn it into a visual that gives the client exactly what they need. You know, building that relationship with those you're serving through conversation and consistent work creates an efficiency of communication that improves the work, you know. And be, being an in-house designer, there's a certain ownership I get to take, you know, being in-house. Like there's there's a personal investment that that I'm making and an investment that's being made in me, you know, and just being being the publications manager and being the multimedia designer, um, it it's fulfilling. And that's the kind of work that I want to do, uh, regardless of whether I'm doing uh, in-house stuff or whether I'm doing freelance stuff or I'm making a product or any kind of initiative that I'm taking. Like I want, I want the work that I do to be fulfilling. And I feel like being in-house, I get to like live with projects more and I get to be, like I said, more, more invested in it. So I, 
I became a member of the fraternity uh, in the spring of 2003 uh, at the the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University in the bustling metropolis of Greensboro, North Carolina, where I joined the mighty Iota Zeta chapter. So if you would have told me then that eventually I would move to Stillwater, Oklahoma and be the graphic designer be the graphic designer for the the national headquarters and and go do workshops and travel to all these places for district and national convention i would have told you you're crazy because well one when i first joined when i was 18 years old i didn't at that time i didn't know that you could actually just be a graphic designer like like just, just actually not just for funsies but actually do this for a living so that was that was very an eye-opening uh realization towards the end of college oh i could actually do this and that i actually want to do this but to have that full circle where you joined the fraternity in 2003 and then in 2013 you're packing your car and driving from north carolina to oklahoma with your parents to move to stillwater it's just it's crazy. It's nuts, but but I did it, and it's been over seven years now, which is which is nuts. But it's been it's been quite quite the journey. One of one of my responsibilities is to one of my main responsibilities as a publications manager is to design the podium magazine the podium magazine is a publication the official publication of the fraternity and sorority that comes out twice a year once in spring semester once in fall semester and before i got here i did not even know about adobe indesign i'd never used it before but that's what's used to make the magazine. The magazine is it's not a small magazine. The magazine uh, has is anywhere at 40, 40 pages, 44 pages. I think at one point we got to 48 pages. And I had to learn that on the fly because I came in in April. National Convention at the very I came in at the very end of April. National Convention was in July and the next and like a month, two months after that, I had to work on the podium. So I had to learn as I went. But now, like, I'm very comfortable with it. And I've done, I've, I've lost count how many magazines I've done now. Um, and each time there's like, I'm making little tweaks to it. And I'm getting to live with it. Because like, sometimes when you're on a, you know, on a freelance project, it's, you work on that project, beginning, middle, and end. And then you let it go and then you go on to the next project. But with this, I'm like, I'm able to make more of a lasting impact on some of the things that I'm doing because I'm living with it for for years, you know, at a time. I can continuously try to make the podium better and better and better, just like I can try to make uh, national convention graphics. National convention is another thing that has been amazing because uh 2015 i've now designed the complete brand identity for 2015 national convention 2017 national convention and 2019 national convention 
uh, and uh, the upcoming 2021 National Convention. The 2019 convention was the centennial of the fraternity. So I got to do that. Uh, and the 21 convention coming up is going to be the 75th of the sorority. So I've already done the logo for that. And I, each, each one, I got to do like reveal videos for the location and the logo. And it's, it's a lot of pomp and circumstance. And they make me get up on stage to play it every year, which I was not expecting because I'm definitely a very, uh, do the work, send the email. All right, y'all let me know if that works out for you. And I'll just sit in the back back here, but since the very first national convention, like, well, no, the first national convention was 2013. And so I was, I did the video announcing where 15 would be. And this is like, I'm just like months in on the job at this point. So, uh, the national president at the time, Christine Beeson for Kafka, that plays the video. People react when I want them to react. They, like all the notes that I wanted to be played were played. They reacted at the same. They they laughed when I wanted to laugh. All that everything was great. So I'm sitting in the back with the rest of the staff, you know, smiling. And then Christine gets back up and she's like, "Yes, and we would like to thank Robert for putting that video together." I'm like, "Wait, what is going on?" And then she's like, "Uh, Robert, uh, is Robert here?" Can we get, can we have some round of applause for Robert? And then everybody looks at me and then I'm like, so I stand up and everybody looks at me and then let's give Robert a, a round of applause for the work he's been doing. So then they start clapping. I'm like, whoa, what is this? Because you have to understand up to that point, like my work had been seen by people, but it was like, flyers and logos so stuff had been seen by people but i don't think it had been seen by that many people at one time number one and i'm too i absolutely wasn't present to see people see this many people see my work all at the same time so and then it's like so it was emotional in a way because it's like one i've worked so hard to get to this point where it's like i'm finally starting as a you know a big boy professional designer but then also, of course, it's because it, it's intertwined with that, that, that love that I have for the organizations. So it's like, you've worked so hard to get to this point. At the same time, the point you've gotten to is an incredible point because you're working for something that you are already personally invested in. Uh, so that it was, it was great. And then it escalated, it escalates every, every two years because in 2015, uh, I got called on stage with the national exec director to press play on the video and the videos playing on these big screens. And then that's become like the tradition. Like, even though last year I tried to like hide and like, well, I had to be like, be there to make sure everything was set up. And then I tried to leave and kind of like hide myself. And then, and then Steve, the, the national exec director was like, looked saw me there and like called me on stage i'm like goodness gracious i'm trying to trying to be low-key and y'all keep trying to get me emotional with these things because like it's a lot of work that goes into it so the 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 in-house perspective is just being able to you're not you're not just a hired gun and there's nothing wrong with being a hired gun but i'm just saying like for the in-house perspective is you're not just a hired gun 
like you're part of the team like you're part you're part of the brand because you are you are one of its stewards and i think that's why i love being in-house because there's a a a creative stability that you get to establish and maintain while also still experimenting and trying new things and trying to push the envelope and trying to take and evolve the brands that that you are responsible for so that's why i love it uh and yeah feel free to share with me your thoughts on you know in-house versus freelance or just being fulfilled at the work that you do um but yeah thanks that's gonna be it for this episode thanks for listening thank you hopefully for sharing and subscribing and yeah remember as you go along in life teach as you learn and inspire as you do see you next time